Trades Work, the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors Association podcast starts right now. Here's your host, Dave DeVito. Welcome to Trades Work, the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors podcast. We showcase the skilled trades our society depends on, the women and men of our industry, building our communities, building our skylines, building our future. Our show starts now. On this week's episode, I have Ben Frias in studio with me. Ben is a fourth-year apprentice at Plumbers and Pipefitters Local 192 in Cheyenne, Wyoming. I'm excited to talk with Ben today to learn more about his experience as an apprentice, how he chose a career in the trades, and what's in store for his future. Welcome, Ben, and thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me today. Ben, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know that uh, you're in the apprenticeship program in your fourth year, uh, but did you always want to go into the trades? To be honest, I was undecided of what I wanted to do. You know, I was after high school, I kind of was like, yeah, I didn't know what to do. And I was a rodeo and actually I was bull riding and uh, I was working at Albertsons at the time to kind of finance that lifestyle. My dad was a union boilermaker, still is, uh, from Local 101. And I figured, well, I've lived under his roof and, you know, we weren't starving. <laughs> so I figured uh, I'll go be a boilermaker. And he looked at me and he said, hey, if you're going to get into a trade, pipe fitting or electricians. Um, so I applied to both. And uh, our previous coordinator, Seth Camerad, um, called me and dispatched me out to the refinery in Cheyenne. And I've been in the trades ever since. And I love it. It was the best, best career choice, best life changing choice I could have made. I just got to ask you a little bit about bull riding. Uh, what uh, what made you decide you wanted to go into bull riding? Um, honestly, just growing up around it. The movie Eight Seconds definitely had a lot to do with it, and uh, you know, I had a lot of close friends that did it, and we just kind of you know, hey, let's do it, and just grew up doing it, and you know, it was it was definitely a good time. Hindsight, it's kind of like you know, maybe that wasn't a good idea, but it definitely was a fun time doing it. You know, and I'm glad to have. I had the opportunity to do it, win a little bit of money, win a few buckles, and, uh, you know, have that stuff to do it. That's an amazing. I think that's a first on this show, having somebody who's a bull rider become a pipe fitter. So, And it's crazy. I have a, I have a there, There's just a rodeo just outside of Cheyenne um, that the Union Hall actually sponsored uh, before I even thought about being a pipe fitter. And uh, I just got reminded about it the other day. And I have actually a picture of a bucking bull in the – Union Hall's logo and sign is right behind me on there. And I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> well, that's great. So uh, so you decided to come into the trades and uh, started with uh, Local 192. T- tell us a little bit about uh, what you're working on today or what employer you're working for. So I'm currently working for a company um, in Cheyenne, and uh, we build hydrogen fuel cells and fueling stations, put them into uh, – Connexes, and then we also have some that they go on an aluminum panel, like instrumentation uh, tubing and stuff. But uh, with hydrogen, everything's, you know, thousands of PSI. So uh, we're actually doing cone and thread tubing, which is very interesting. Heavy wall stainless steel tubing. And um, it's a very interesting process and how it all works. And it's very fun to work on. I will say that. It seems very complex and very sophisticated. It can be. It's a little you know, confusing. And sometimes you run into a conundrum because the print doesn't exactly give you how to make this certain angle. But, you know, with uh, everything, I, tips and tricks that I've 
learned from the journeymen that have taught me uh, in our hall, especially able to figure it out. And, you know, tricks of the trade that I don't care what amount of YouTubing you can look up or books without having somebody who's done it for 10, 20 years showing you, you, you can't beat that experience. You know, one of the things, Ben, that I like most about the trades is the variety of the people that we attract. Even as a young man, you've already experienced so much. All the trades that are out there, you know, uh, we understand why you chose pipe fitting. Uh, you know, you mentioned that you were also considering a uh, uh, path in the electrical trades. Uh, what what made you choose pipe fitting over electrical? So I was very fortunate to have uh, some family members that were in the electrical union hall here in Cheyenne. And they kind of were telling me their, their day-to-day. After I had interviewed with both union halls, of course, but pipe fitting just seemed like something that was more my forte. Uh, I was more into welding and uh, I liked being able to make things look appealing to the eye. Not saying you can't do that with electrical work, but, you know, just stuff like that and just fit my knack of building something with my hands that was tangible. You know, it wasn't cords and you know, I, I like doing math. I know it's as odd as that sounds, but. Definitely a lot of math in the trades and figure stuff out and, you know, making stuff look appealing to the eye. And it just, it just seemed like a better fit for me to do pipe fitting plus the day to day operations of it is just way better than any other job I've been a part of in my, you know, short working life. Well, thank you for that. So, uh, one thing that I, I think the trades gives you an opportunity to do, and you mentioned this uh, before the show a little bit, is you've traveled doing some of this. So you mentioned you went out and worked at a refinery, you know, up there in, in Cheyenne, if I'm not mistaken. You also worked uh, back in Pennsylvania. And t- tell us a little bit about, you know, since you became an apprentice, you know, what other job sites or what other parts of the country you've got to see? I was very fortunate. Uh, my first job in the Union Hall was the refinery here in Cheyenne, and I was there for two and a half years. And then um, we had a, a layoff, switching up the contractors a little bit. And so I was laid off a little bit. And uh, Brian, my business manager, he was able to say, well, if you want to travel, here's your options. And uh, I picked that one. And I, uh, that's the only job I've traveled to. But I will say that going to a job of that scale and uh, the camaraderie between brothers in the trades is it, it's astonishing how you can go all the way across the country and still have the same type of brotherhood and, you know, how they treat apprentices and journeymen, you know what I'm saying? Like a journeyman is going to have the apprentices back, you know, unless he does something, you know, idiotic, but just having that camaraderie and looking out for you was very refreshing because I've experienced that at the refinery and just to know that no matter where you would go in the country, you got brothers to have your back was very, is, is a very good feeling and a, you know, good thought to have. Again, different people, you know, there's nine ways to skin a cat. Uh, same thing with pipe fitting. Everybody does something different and being able to learn from all these different places and different people to kind of make it your own flip on things, I think helps make our program in the union a lot better than say if you had to figure out how to learn in a college setting or even on the non-union side, just being able to have people who've done it, learn from different people throughout generations is definitely a good resource to have and makes all of us better tradespeople, if that makes sense. Absolutely does. So what were you building back? Uh, You said you're in Pennsylvania, right? Yep. uh, I was at the cracker plant turning water and uh, natural gas into plastic pellets for I believe they said Tupperware and uh, polypropylene piping to several factories in the region. 
at the time I went, there was an orientation. There was 9,000 hands on that job. And I think out of that 9,000, they said that there were some five to 6,000 fitters, which was pretty cool. Wow. That's a definitely got a lot of stick. Yeah, it was definitely got a lot of stickers too that got to put on my gun safe. I definitely, I, I like that. You know, yeah. I, I, that's another thing is. I, I joke around because anytime we get a traveler that came on the job site, I always had stickers to trade because my dad had, has stickers on his hard hats, his gun safe. And I was like, man, I'd like to have one of those, you know? So now I started my own tradition of doing that as well. And like, I, and you know, just see, hearing from different people, how the apprenticeship is standardized the same way. Like you all, the apprentices I met there, we all did the same things. You know, we all had the same experiences, the same, you know, it, it's nice knowing that it's what you're doing is part of something bigger, if that makes sense. Absolutely does. So stickers uh, lead me to believe that each local union or uh, contractor would have stickers made. And that's the sticker that goes on your hat. Is that right? Um, Yeah. So your local sticker like uh, ours is uh, the Steamboat Cowboy, the Bucking Horse Steamboat. Yep. It's got that. And that one, after they figured out, because not many people are from Wyoming that go out that part of the East Coast, I definitely got made a name for myself with the guy who had the, the unicorn sticker. So, <laughs> <laughs> so definitely got to meet a lot of people, a lot of pins as well. A lot of people came and it's just pretty cool, just the camaraderie. And, uh, actually, I'm actually getting ready to go on a pheasant hunt next week with a, a local 449 hand. Oh, great. So, yeah, he's he's coming to Wyoming, and I was like, well, if you want to go hunt some birds, let me know, and he's actually on his way. So That's awesome. It sounds like you have a network to make friends for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, good. Um, so when you complete your apprenticeship program, what are you most excited about? What do you hope for your future? What are you going to do to – are you going to participate and be an instructor, like you're you know, learning from people at, uh, at the apprenticeship center? I've actually talked to this to, you know, several of uh, my recently turned out friends that just recently completed, you know, cause we've all discussed it, you know, over hanging out and I fully intend on becoming an instructor to kind of give back and be involved in the hall. I'd, I'd like to get on either like the executive board or uh, the JTC board or something like that, just to get back and maybe get a voice out to where, you know, you bring people into the union or kind of, I like changing people's minds on the union because uh, especially in Wyoming, some people get us confused with something we're totally not. And I'd like to be that segue to be like, no, this is how it is, you know, so maybe an organizing position. But um, as for right now, I'm really focused on getting that journeyman card and perfecting my craft a little bit more. But definitely when I turn out, I'd, I'd like to do that. And even if I were to move up and be, you know, superintendent general foreman. I still think that I would like to be involved in our union hall as much as I possibly could to, you know, make it the best and kind of get people out there and understand what we stand for. And, you know, that we're not greedy as some people would say, we just want a fair wage and, you know, fair working conditions. So that's kind of how I'd like to give back to the trade. Well, we're lucky to have uh, young, passionate folks like yourselves who are getting engaged and getting involved, for sure. So talk about, um, you know, this career path. How do you think it's going to have an impact on the community? In what way? So I think, especially what's going on right with right now as regards to the refinery all worked at, I keep hearing a lot of politicians, per se, or 
people in the community say, oh, well, we need to keep people young age from eight after high school to their mid 20s from leaving the state. And, you know, you look at the refinery and you have people from out of state taking over jobs that we held for, you know, years. And I think that if we were able to get the union to be seen in a positive light of keeping Wyoming jobs here and a segue to give people who finish high school or even already in a career that want a better career, that there is an option for you to advance yourself, to work, have good benefits and stuff like that, and better your lifestyle while staying in Wyoming. Because I know a lot of people don't want to leave because the outdoor recreation and stuff is so good and the quality of life. But if you don't have those quality jobs, you, you can't really keep people here. And I definitely think that being in a trade union is definitely one of the better things you could do to better your community, better your life and surround yourself with good people who know what they're doing. And having that, again, that camaraderie of brotherhood to know that you have three to 400 guys that all have your back no matter what, you know? And so I think that being in a trade union helps you advance yourself through the community as well as your personal life and having people generally care about one another. And right now, I think with everything going on, I think we could use more of that around us. If you were talking to someone who had never heard about an apprenticeship program, an apprenticeship program, say in the pipe fitting and plumbing industry, what would you tell them? Because uh, I, I have spoken before to mutual friends that, you know, oh, what do you do? And what I would say is, you know, like what currently, what do you do now? And where do you see yourself in five years? And usually people say, oh, I don't know, maybe work this job for five years, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, well, if you just give five years to an apprenticeship where you're learning your trade, getting paid while you learn, you have your journeyman card that nobody can ever take away from you and you have a good job and your benefits. Um, and a lot of people are confused when I tell them, oh, what do you do? And I'm, I'm a pipe fitter. And, you know, you get a confused look and you're like, well, what's that? And it's like, well, we... You know, we do everything from your chill water systems to process piping and food plants, gas plants. And once you get that, it's kind of like, oh, so you're the person who makes those things. And it's just a segue into, you know, how needed a pipe fitter is and, you know, the surrounding areas and stuff like that. So I think talking to somebody who doesn't know what it is is definitely, uh, I don't want to say it, like you want to show them that it's a good career very rewarding career, but you do have to work hard, if that makes sense. It's not a given. You have to definitely dedicate yourself. And I think that's one thing that the apprenticeship does well is, you know, if you can give five years to the trade and you're invested into it, I think that you're going to realize that you've invested something into yourself and you can advance further off that. It's a, a solid stepping stone to advance your life. And it absolutely does. And it sounds, you know, very technical from what you've talked about. It's the jobs that you've worked on. Uh, a lot of math involved, and it's a great opportunity for young uh, men and women uh, to consider, uh, especially those that you know want to stay in in quality of life places like Wyoming and and elsewhere. And you know, because that's not a job that's going to get exported or you know offshore or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome, and, Ben. And another thing too with that is. Uh, my dad always used to joke around with it that boiler making was the best part-time job because he would go out on the road, work six months worth of seven twelves, and then take the rest of the six months off. And with being in the union, you can go hunt those jobs down and then come back to Wyoming. And I don't know any other job that can allow you to do that to 
make a hundred thousand dollars, hundred and fifty thousand dollars in six months, and then just come back home and take rest of the year off, you know. And that's another thing that likes to pull people in because if you can work half the year, you're gonna have to work hard, but you can take the rest of it off. It's appealing to a lot of people. That's awesome. Really appreciate your perspective, Ben. I always love to hear from future leaders in our industry like you. I appreciate you being here today and spending time talking to us about your career. Thank you so much for joining us today. In future episodes, we'll explore this industry and hear success stories, learn more about technology advances and gain a glimpse of what's next. Stay tuned for more industry insights, news, information about the men and women building our communities, building our skylines, building our future. Tradeswork is a production of the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors Association. For more information about our organization, please visit rmmca.org.